brown paper bag. Nah, I'm gonna take the dewey off. I'm gonna put a hat on. You gonna put a <laughs> you gonna hat fish? I mean, I never hat fish, nor do I do fish. But like, <laughs> do fish is insane. <laughs> I just feel like I don't know. I look. I mean, the dewey is fine. You just you just lay your hair down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you solid. Yeah. If you have to do cap, nah, I, I have a, 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 a khaki do cap. I think, I mean, what are you trying to do? Like, do nah. you have a hairline right now? Is that yeah. why you have a. No, I do. Are you, okay, it's so just, yeah. I'm I mean, definitely wavy. I'm just cool. I'm going to keep it on though. All right, just keep the dewey on. We're going to rock it like that. Right. Goblin colors, you know what I'm saying? Wearing all black with the, you know. You know? Ah ha 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 ha. Yo, you know what I really hate? Huh? Um, and I don't, and I, ow. You know Sorry. what I really don't hate? All right, really don't hate. Where, hmm. where am I going? Where am I taking the You know people? where I really hate? Um, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't really hate much. But when I'm at the gym, those, those guys who were like, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah that shit is like, annoying as fuck. Or like when they do a weight or a set. Calm yo like, bro, Damn, we get it. We bro. get you drop the weight. It's on the ground. Like, like we get it. You don't have to grunt and Calm turn into the whole monkey ass down. And you know what they say? They say that like that's a privilege. Like people that do that in the gym, they've earned the right to do that because they're like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, fair, but it's like it's, no. it's, a, it's a sense of like, all right, you're overdoing it. And like, or if you're talking to a, a woman at the gym after you just do a set, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just get real loud. I'm like, dude. Listen, like, can I can I just get my Bulgarian uh, uh, curls or splits in whatever it's called, whatever the there may be there may be gym politics, gym rules. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely gym rules. But there is no like gym seniority. There's no gym hierarchy. You know what I'm saying? You don't get to make more noise than somebody just because you've been in that motherfucker longer, or if you, or because you're bigger than everybody else in that motherfucker. Right. What I will say though about my gym, one thing I do like about it. Um, it feels like home, and from it everything, like everything, home. everything that from from the music they play, you click your heels twice, huh? <laughs> you yeah, stupid. like they'll they'll go from Hove to to Drake to Bon Jovi to, um, I want to say I heard Boys to Men in there one time. Like it was one Are they one day the they, was, they was getting their shit off. One day I was like, okay. this has to be somebody's playlist. But I mean, they they be having that in motion. So what gym do you go to? Bodyplex. Bodyplex. Okay. Uh, dang. Now, now y'all know where I'll be at. I mean, they, I'm, I'm sure they I'm got multiple locations. locations. Yeah, it's a few. It's a, it's They're a, not going to find few. you unless I tell them where you live. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I go to Bodyplex. Um, one thing I feel with, like, LA Fitness and Lifetime and stuff, it's, it's just too much calamity and too much hoopla there. <laughs> not the calamity. Not the hoopla. <laughs> like, because you'll have guys there that's there to strictly hoop, and, you know, they be tearing other people's ACLs and... and Oh no! Nah, I stopped. I stopped hooping at the yeah, gym. I stopped hooping. With, Can't with do that, that for sure. Nah, for sure. But then too, it'd be, it'd be the women who were there to just do you know the two the two workouts and then take the picture in the mirror in the bathroom. Yeah. and go about her day. Mm-hmm. And you know whatever floats y'all boat, men no. and women out there. You know what I'm saying? But like Stay for home. me, that's just too much of a distraction. So that's why I like bodyplex because I don't have to worry about everybody around me. I can focus on myself there and get a great workout in. Mm-hmm. And the music is good. Even if I forget my AirPods, I'm like, yo, you know, 2.2 for the Rafael Nadal. Like, yeah. It's, kind of like it's, it's coming on. Yeah, I got it's you. It's coming on. I'm I got waiting. you. 
I'm waiting. Mm. But uh, That's that, that was a side story. But, you know, something really irked my nerves when I seen the ball hit it. <laughs> Guy, like, all right, we get it. You're talking to a girl in the gym. We like, get it. This is not day one. <laughs> Facts. Nah, that shit's annoying as hell. Another beautiful thing before we segue about <laughs> the gym, too, is okay. just, you know, seeing people's transition. So, you know, if you've mm-hmm. been in there for a long time, you start seeing the same people. Yeah, hell yeah. And you can see from somebody going from maybe, let's say, 220 to 180. Mm-hmm. Like, just drop 40 on just consistently being on the treadmill mm-hmm. at the same time, same place, every week. What um, I will say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Right what I will say too, though, it makes me so happy when you be in the gym and it's like you got that unspoken friendship with a, with a dude, and mm-hmm. it's like you see the transformation. So it's like your gym bro come up to you like, all right, bro. Yeah, what up? What up? I, what up? I, I feel you. I feel you. I see you. You know what I'm saying? With the little games, keep it pushing. You don't gotta say too much. It's just a little look, head nod, little fist pump, and we out of there. I want to get I, back more into cardio. <clears throat> I just don't like doing uh, cardio on the treadmill. I, I like to see scenery. So if I'm if I'm running, I want, I, I want to see trees. I, I got to be on the track. I want to see people okay. walking their babies, walking their dogs. Walking their babies. <laughs> hey, hey, no. yo. <laughs> that's that's what I want, though. That's what I want. Nah, I feel you. Um, but it, and it's too cold right now. It's, it's January. I mean, granted, today was a nice uh, nice day. No, nah, it was brick. Uh, it, was brick. it wasn't brick. I was, it was in the 50s. You from up top. I mean, I'm from up top. Come on. However, Come on. the 50s today didn't feel like the 30s. And the you know what I'm saying? Out. Like, sometimes it'll be 50 degrees yeah, and the yeah. wind may be 14 miles per hour yeah. on some egregious shit. Not like, as today, it was, it was a cool day. The sun was out. No, no clouds. All sun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, but, yeah, how you doing, man? How's your mental? How's your heart? Uh, how you feeling? Uh, I mean, wait. Are we gonna introduce it first, or are we gonna we gonna go straight into the we gonna do the? Oh, I mean, I mean, listen, listen. My mental is okay. cool. It's great. You know what I'm saying? I've been uh, making some headway in the trajectory of, I guess you can say, life. <laughs> um, so I'm pretty like in high esteem of that, just because like what I work for, I, I intend to see payoff, and the fact that I can kind of see things unfolding a little bit is like, damn. It makes me feel good. So I'm in a, I'm definitely in a great place. Um, and, yeah. And it's dope to see, you know, when you when you have a conversation with people and they notice before you notice that there's a difference in you and it's a good difference, right. people call that out. It's like, damn, I fuck with that heavy. You know what I'm saying? So that puts me in a great mood. So, yeah, yeah, my mental is up there. I How are that. you, King? I'm great. I'm a little tired today. Mm-hmm. A rigorous day. Um, but that don't, that don't stop the grind. Um, Facts. I'm elated to be here, of course, with my Brody. Uh, and yeah, man, we can we can kick it off like that, man. So, peace and love, serenity, yes, sir. You know all the high <laughs> vibrations, high frequencies. Welcome back to the Bro Chillians podcast. It's Trey and it's Scott checking biking this biatch. This is episode one hundred and thirty. I don't know. Um, do you know what episode it is? One thirty-five. One thirty-five. No, no, no. Oh, see, Woo-hoo! see, it's one thirty. It's one thirty-five. Four. I'm gonna listen, listen, listen. Wow. Listen. Don't even trip. Don't even trip. I got you. It's it's yeah. Uh, no, no, it's 134. It's 134. <laughs> you gonna scratch your beard after? after you it's look 134. It up? Okay. What do you mean? Now nah, I was trying to find the docket. It's 134. <laughs> but yeah, welcome back to episode 134 of the Bro Chillians podcast. Yes, Sirski. We appreciate the first timers, the last timers, and the in betweeners for coming bike man week after week, showing much love. However you do it, whether it is liking, sharing, commenting, subscribing, turning that post notification bell on, because we are on everything, man. Every week, you know when we drop, and if you don't know when we drop, get the fuck from under that rock. 
and even though I said, you know, I, I feel incredible right now, um, part of me still feels a bit eerie. Why is and that? we're coming on the, the anniversary of uh, you know, Kobe Bryant's passing. Mm, Bean. Uh, yeah. it's been almost it's been three years now, right? Yeah. I think this year will be three. Mm-hmm. So th- this put automatically puts me back into the beginning of twenty twenty. Okay. Right before the pandemic started and you know how how things have unfolded since. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely RIP Kobe, RIP GG. Facts. Um, RIP all that were involved. Um, I still remember like it was yesterday uh, when I got the news, where I was at, what I was doing. Uh, and it's still it. It's still as of an eerie feeling, as much of an eerie feeling as it was then. Right. That shit is sick. Right. I, I, that death was, you know where you were at in that moment of time. For and, sure. And I remember, I think I've told this story here several times, but I was on break when I seen the news and I seen it on Instagram at first and then Twitter. And I was like, you know, no way. Like, this is just one of those mockeries or one of those, you know, fictitious news propaganda shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just thought it was some bullshit. Right? Yeah, me too. And because, you know, I've done, I know they've done that with Jackie Chan before and a few other celebrities, unfortunately. Okay. So I was just like, man, y'all stop playing. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I checked a, a, a credible source. You know, I went to CNN or... I think I went to like Wall Street or something. And that was the first headline. I was like, boom, like, mm. damn. Yeah, that that's shit where was it was. Crazy. So, you know, just walking <laughs> back into work, just that feeling like I was teary eyed. And then somebody actually stopped me in the parking lot. It was like, like, you straight? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, like, I hate to be selfish and like break this to you. Like, Kobe Bryant just passed. Yeah. It was, it was like, what? It was like, bro, you playing. I was like, bro, check your phone right now. I promise you, but I got to go clock in. Damn. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah here we are. And since we are on the rest in peace, and this, I didn't mean to start this way, start all eerie and, you know, with death. Mm-hmm. But uh, prayers up for Regina King's son, Ian Alexander Jr. He passed away uh, by suicide at 26 like years 26. old. Yeah. Um, yeah so that was very tragic. unfortunate also. Condolences, prayers out to her and her family, man. Um, I know that's a very, very tough thing, like, to deal with. Some say, and I can't really judge because, you know what I'm saying, I haven't lost anyone in that particular manner but uh some say that that way to go is a little bit more harsh to think about as a family member so mm-hmm. definitely you know what i'm saying uh i hope everything is good with with you know what i'm saying her and hers because it's a tragedy yes her, her first born first uh born, i think i'm not sure um, honestly let me see here. but like, yeah either way really doesn't matter first or second either but and so uh, i'm trying to it says uh, his dad by suicide. His 26th birthday was Wednesday, so his birthday just passed. Damn. Um, it says our family is devastated by, or devastated at the deepest level by the loss of Ian King. Says in a statement sent to People, he is such a bright light who cares so deeply about the happiness of others. Our family asks for respectful consideration during this private time. Thank you. Um, so that didn't indicate whether. You know, he was the youngest now, but either way, like you said, you know, condolences and prayers, prayers up to, to them and their family mm-hmm. and praise out to everybody. Not just, you know, the, the, the people who are no longer here with us, like just prayers to everyone. This is, this is the segment where, you know, I always reiterate, uh, talk to your people. You know what I'm saying? Like if you haven't called your grandma in a minute or your mom or even your homie, man, like yeah. just, just pick up the phone and just, <coughs> what's good. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you, communication is the bridge of salvation. So you know, just just talk to your people. No, no doubt. Definitely tell them you love them at any point. Um, cause you never know, man. Shit is eerie. But I'm gonna pass the rock to you, cause I feel like I've been 
doing a lot of chirping, so <laughs> pass it to me. I'm a, I'm a Am I Segway King I mean, or are we? I mean, you were Segway King. Last I cooked week. last week. Hey, yeah, I went for an eighty ball last week. You was cooking, and I can't even compare you to Clay anymore because Clay at this point is in and out the lineup. So I will say, the best of, uh, uh, ability is availability, Jelly. and and you're healthy. So I'm healthy. Listen, I'll go for another eighty ball if you'll allow me. Where are you taking us? Oh, you give me that look, so I already know it's about to be some bull jive. What's you ready? Up? What's up? You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Off the top, right? This is how we cover. Off the top. Don't even think about it. And it's going to lead us into our first topic, too, because I know, I hope you watched it. I hope you watched it. Okay. Smash, Mary kill. Oh, my Effie, goodness. Lauren, Diana, let's get it. How are you coming? Let me know. All right. Let me know. Yes, so, Sersky. I'm killing, I'm killing Effie. Ooh, okay. I'm killing Diana and I'm killing Lauren. Wow. Bro. <laughs> they, 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 Why, bro? And if y'all know what we're referring to, you know, hey, this watch, is, watch Power. Let me uh, just say this. Specifically Power Book uh, Ghost. Yes. Is that what it's called? Ghost. Tariq St. Patrick. Let me just whole, say this. Fast game. forward if you haven't already seen it because this is going to be a spoiler. Um, sorry for it. No, nah, really, stay, stay here. Stay here. Stay here because we're about hope, to unpack hope, this shit. Yeah, I hope this segment... Uh, <laughs> inclines you to watch the show if you haven't watched the show in a while or mm. if you haven't visited the show period you know what i'm saying like yeah 50, 50 cents the producer of this so i encourage people who haven't watched it like i feel like it's definitely entertaining mm. it's so, a lot it's, it's a lot of shenanigans and 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 cap that happens on there big cap big cap okay you know, so tell me it's why entertainment at the end of the day. why you kill all three of them bro <laughs> uh well for one Effie robbed him, right? So she did. would you ever trust somebody who robbed you once? You know what I'm saying? Granted, he did get his shit back and robbed her when it was time for him to on his come up. But mm-hmm. I'm not trusting nobody who robbed me one time. I don't care if it was for Skittles. <laughs> I don't care if it was for $1,000. Like, bro, nah, I'm going to keep you. the same energy you stole from me. I definitely feel you. And at that, it was in the drug game. It so, was. Like, and, that's, so and that's where it, like, tipsy-topsy for me. Because yeah. the fact that he forgave her, I get, like... I can say I understand like his logic and how and why he forgave her. No, I don't understand his logic. At but all. I don't relate. I don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I get the logic because okay, listen, I got my lick back and it's all it's all, you know what I'm saying, all is fair and loving in loving drugs, right? Listen, listen. Like listen. if not, you get fucked over, you get fucked over. You knew what you were signing up for because you in the game. You in the life. But not even that. <laughs> Tariq pull three different shorties, not having a whip, walking everywhere. He did. With the ankle monitor on. He did. To this day. No, he, he really <laughs> did. No, he's a legend. No, he's a legend. So that's why I say kill Effie. I'm going to say kill Lauren, too, because she wore the fucking I, don't think wire. She, I don't think she directly tried to cause harm to Tariq, she but knew. she wore the wire. She knew what the fuck and a wire automatically, was. automatically, I put you in the category of a rat, so I got to X you out of my life. Of out of respect. Get her out of there. I feel you. I'm not mad at that. No, actually, not even out of respect. That's disrespectfully. Yeah, you wore a wire. Disrespect. Yeah. With all due disrespect, because you were owed that. And who's... uh, Diana? Diana? Come on, bro. Nobody wants to deal with Monet. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fast. I should just leave it there. No, that's big fast, because she is in... I don't know what the fuck, but... A clusterfuck, cause Bro. her life about done. Diana said, "Listen, I'm airing this motherfucker out." That was the best scene of the season thus far. Yeah, now nah, that shit was crazy. That two minutes was everything I wanted. She and said, more. "Oh, I know some shit. Oh, I know some shit. Listen, mm mm ah ah mm yeah." And, and of course, the 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 thing that everybody was making a comedic, um, 
a comedic take on was Zeke. Was Zeke. Zeke. You know what I'm saying? Like she said, lying she's about not his your age. Fucking auntie. She's your fucking mom. But my, but my thing is, it's like, okay, so you're telling me, Zeke, when you were five years old, Monet were telling you you were one? <laughs> no, that's facts. At what point? At some point, it has to click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time I'm like eight, I'm like, bro, I'm not three. No way. <laughs> I'm eight. Yeah, it's no fucking way. And he's not like little. <laughs> he's tall. I'm sure he was, you know saying, a, a big kid. Come on now. <laughs> it Come was on now. He, it was this one meme I said I seen. It was like, so does that mean I'm my own cousin? I'm my own cousin. <laughs> like, what does that mean? So and then, and then Kane going, am I am I the oldest? I'm not the oldest no more. Like no, Kane. That's what the fuck you caring about right now, bro? Are you are you serious? That whole but, scene, um, it was it was crazy. That was a great episode, honestly. Yeah, that 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 last 10, 15 minutes of that had me on the edge of my seat. Of course, um, Method Man's been doing phenomenal in his role oh, too, for sure. as Davis McQueen. Mm-hmm. And when he got on that, when he got into that courtroom, oh, he and, smashed um, had Professor Milgram on. on she's a op. she's a op. I mean, she dead now. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, insubordinate. Spoiler. <laughs> she's out of there. She's, she's definitely out of there. She's dead. Yeah, that shit is so crazy. Like. And I mean, it's funny too, cause like that whole scene with uh, <laughs> with Tariq and Carrie when he approached her in Shorty's room. Yeah. And he was like calling her Carrie. How that whole energy just shifted, and it was like, "Yo, you're I know about you. Yeah, you're up. I'm exposing you." And I was about to get my shit off had Lauren came to class, yeah. but you got lucky. That shit was wild. But listen up, look, look, look. I'm gonna kill Lauren. Mm-hmm. Cause she's an op. You wore a wire. I'm gonna smash Effie, but I'm gonna treat. I'm gonna keep her at at arm's reach because I can't trust you for real. But I, but I can use you. But you trust you trust her enough to have sex. If I need a nut, you said it. I need a nut. If I need a nut, bro, like that's just if we in a, we if I'm if you I'm don't trust reek, her as a person, but I'm she was reek. I'm not trusting you with like you know what I'm saying my life type shit. But I mm, 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 oh and, 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 and and get don't out of there and again. get out that of there. You feel me? Like was... I definitely you know what I'm saying get my shit off and get out of there. Nah. But because that's that's the that's that's her pro- that's her purpose. That's that's yeah. that's her lane. And so that's they birth. You're, you're marrying. Uh, I'm gonna marry Diana. Diana. I'm gonna okay. marry Diana because I feel like she's gonna prove to be like way smarter than than we think she is. Um, she blew up the spot, which was like pretty lame of her, and I still want to know why. Because like it came out of nowhere. They was all sitting down at dinner. I mean, did it? Because I mean, it did it. It, it, it was it was a build up. It was a build up towards yes. that, and especially when Mo, uh, Monet put hands on her a couple but, episodes back. Definitely no, and I remember that. Yes, and which is why I'm like, okay, I understand where the animosity came from, but literally it could have been anybody. Uh, like to to really give it up like that mm-hmm. to that knew a lot of this shit was Kane and Diana. Maybe Drew a little bit, but Kane and Diana were really the ones that were. I didn't expect it because they came home and they was chilling, and she was like, you know what, I know some shit. Yeah. And now I'm blowing up the spot. She was wild, but. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely anticipating the last two episodes of the season. Can't wait for that. I didn't get to catch Euphoria this past Sunday, but I will Ooh, catch it tonight. Okay, so um, don't gotta, spoil it for me. All right. We're um, gonna come back to it. Next so, week we're gonna talk about it. Another another um show that I just discovered yeah. it's on HBO Max. It's called Chillin' Island. Bro. Okay, I haven't seen that. I don't know how to explain oh, wait, no. it to you. It's is like the first a combination. Episode, is the first episode with um Don't Tell Me, Don't Tell Me, Lobo. Yes. Yachty? Yes. I have seen, I've seen the first episode. I haven't seen the whole thing, though. And so the vibes that I got from the from the cast is it's kind of like a loader squad, like how, you know, how um, Wolfgang and all them make things awkward. Mm-hmm. But 
on this show, it makes it gives it a jackass kind of feel, also, if that makes sense. Like they do pranks, or like they do like kind of like they do pranks. They just dumb. Okay, <laughs> it's dumb, but then they get deep in like three seconds, and it's like, whoa! Like, where are you taking me? You're taking me to like. Is it the same cast throughout, or is it like? So the two guessing. two episodes that I've seen, because I've seen the one with Yachty, I've seen the one with Thug. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. It was the same cast. And I want to okay. say, actually, I did see the one with Gunna and, um, yeah, I did see that one. Gunna and Killer Mike. Nice. That shit was hard. That shit was hard. I'm going to have to tap tap back into it. Because um, the first episode, like, I'm not even going to hold you. It was cool, but in my mind, it was like some mid. Mm. It wasn't really like, let me, you know what I'm saying, go back and watch. I'm really trying to, cat, like, tap into it. No, nah, I, I fool I with they, what they're doing. So, y'all check that out, man. Um, as far as any other television I've been on, I think that's really it okay. that, I, that I've caught. Oh, so I have a question for you. This is random. Since we're on the topic of like uh, celebrities, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, Renzel, right? Lemon Pepper Thighs. He has a quote that says, you only need to hit once, right? In life, whether that's, you know what I'm saying, you accomplishing your goals, you, you know what I'm saying, doing whatever you need to do, you only need to hit once and everything can change. Lil Baby, I don't know what his, his name is. Um, he says, you have to do it twice so that they know that it's not luck. Which one are you more apt to believe in? Or, or not believe in, but more apt to align with? I don't know. You tell me. How do you feel? I think <clears throat> you only have to hit once, but I think you definitely have to do not the same thing, but you have to repeat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like you don't necessarily have to hit at all. For some people, I think, you know, if if you're genuinely happy and you're in a situation that that you're more than just, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you don't have to. Like, whose standards is that to? You know what I'm saying? Because Renzel, I mean, he's speaking for, what, the top 5%? And so is Lil Baby, the top 5%. They've already made uh, their money. You could definitely say that. Over... Thirty times they've made well, what they. It's your, it's your, it's your judgment. You decide that. Yeah. Do you feel like you have to show people twice? I don't have to show people anything. I have to show. I just have to show myself that. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and take care of the ones that's around me. I like that. That's really what's 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 important to me. You want a gunshot or an air horn? I just want. I just want blessings. Um. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> uh. Oh, actually, we can stay on this. Let's stay on this. Okay. Um. Let's get into music. So. Did music come out? <laughs> no, not like drops. I have a question. Okay. Do you think old music is killing new music? I have a um, <clears throat> excuse me, one of my uh, friends that is kind of like that's in the industry. His name is, excuse me, Barry. He's the CEO of uh, since the eighties. Um, but he tagged this article, and I'll show it to you. But it's basically saying that over seventy percent of music now is more representative by older music rather than the new music, and we can differentiate between decades meaning mm-hmm. from the 60s to the start of the 90s i concur i think i think old music is killing new music and that that can be that can mean a couple different uh statements right mm-hmm. and by one for me i mean i think music was overall better in the early 2000s the 90s than it is now Okay. I think I think it's more substance. You know, obviously with our new, with the new music that we have now in our generation, it's it's out there. You just have to go find it. Mm-hmm. It's like finding a needle in a haystack sometimes. But 
what you're looking for, you can find it. So if you're looking for that conscious woke rap, you get, you can find that. If yeah. you're looking for that that true soul R and B, you can find that. Um, I I just think now, um, a lot of artists they're running out of ideas, mm-hmm. or it's being controlled by the label. So, yeah, you have to make this TikTok song, um, and it's gonna get forty thousand or whatever whatever it whatever your budget is or you know what I'm saying like, it's it's being controlled by by the companies and it's not this is not the first time it's been like that because obviously it's been that been like that for a while but mm-hmm. this is you can see it more than ever now you know what i mean because you have again you have an artist like chris brown for example right that iffy record that he dropped two weeks ago that wasn't of? it yeah yeah that wasn't it like chris brown we've heard <laughs> that song from you 30 different times very true you know what i'm saying like, very true yeah the the same the same cadence you know what i'm saying the same same message behind it mm-hmm. and you're really not talking about anything so I'm, not you, trying to, I'm not trying to discredit him but i, I just think for the senses now no you and, are and, and, and music i'm not trying to discredit anybody not him as a black man no but the song oh yeah what I mean, it is yeah i mean that's just my it's subjective right yeah music is how you feel you're about not wrong it. but i can it's definitely a fact that he's made that song 30 different times i can play 30 different chris brown records that talk about drugs women and partying and you can dance too Sure. I mean, but uh, <laughs> it was a dance record. That's why I say that. But okay, I got um, you. Wait. Okay. So tell then, me this. Well, hold on. Go hold ahead, on. And then, and then what I was gonna say also, I, you know, a lot of these artists they sample old school records now, mm-hmm. but they're not doing it justice. Mm, and I know but why before, you say that maybe, too. Maybe like five to seven years ago, people who sampled a classic record, they you were, had to yeah. bring that pressure. You had Facts. to bring that heat on that track to make sure, like, all right, I did this song justice i did it diligence and i'm gonna let the people hear it for what it is and that's this can become a classic yeah but now i just feel like yeah this was a catchy single back then in 1998 let's take that same record put it on the spin of of the beat and let me just rap over it and people are just gonna stream it just because okay so i have two points so first point is directly to that i feel like nowadays it's because like the samples on top of samples are because back then the people that were getting sampled were still alive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They were still able to like weigh in on, I'm giving this person, you know what I'm saying, access to sample my shit. I know what this person sounds like and I actually fuck with them artist to artist. It's now, nowadays, it's that person's team, that artist that, has, that may have passed away, that person's team is now giving the rights to somebody to sample their music, which is a little bit different. The taste is a little bit different. So it sounds for, different. For some, for some scenarios. I don't but know. I, but I think for, I would say for the better majority, most of those artists are still alive. The great, you have, the greatest you have one samples. Off, you, have, you have some one-offs. You know what I'm saying? You have unicorns in there for sure that have passed away. Uh, but I mean, who, who has who sampled a Pac record recently? I'd have to go back and... Who's, who sampled a, a Biggie record recently outside of maybe Drake? Game? That's what I'm, but I'm saying. Look at look at the stature of where Game is in his career and what he's meant to hip hop. We can say all the jokes um, about the game in the world. However, you can't you can't negate his his catalog and his impact that he's had on hip hop. Somebody else just somebody else just featured him too. I just can't remember, <clears throat> like in the past year. But my second point was: so are you saying that because of the because the variety? of music is limited because of the labels now that's why older music is 
dominating. Well, the labels don't even music. care. I think the labels don't even care about music like that anymore. Like, yeah, for for these music execs, that's one stream of of income for them. Mm-hmm. But they're still on to other endeavors, and so are those artists. You know, so you take somebody like Travis Scott, for example. Travis Scott's main focus is not music, and his sure. label probably feels the same way. You know, Travis Scott is outside of you know the recent tragedy of Astroworld. Like before that, mm-hmm. he was hot, hot as free, uh, fish grease. He was from from the action figures to Fortnite to the sneakers to the merch, whatever it is with Travis Scott, it sold. So I, so I think so I think now like they just care about the numbers. I don't care what you're talking about on the record. I don't care. If they cancel you, but that's why they that's why they limit it because they know they get the biggest numbers from TikTok music, so that's that's why that's the only thing that we get. It's it's watered down, man. It's it's watered down, and like I said, it there are uh, the handful that do take their time when they when they are working on their project and mm-hmm. they they do put out quality over quantity. There there are that, but there is that, but I think for the most part, man, you you got to really really dig into uh, or dig deep to find great quality music. Yeah. So, and I'll tag, I'll definitely tag this uh, article that uh, Barry um, put on his, put on his page, but it was written by a guy named, and I'm totally going to butcher the last name. So y'all definitely go look this up. But uh, Ted, I'm going to say, I don't know, but it's G-I-O-I-A. Um, that's how you spell it. But it'll be on my page somewhere too. But yeah. Um, I just say, wanted to ask you that. Let What's me up? let me segue. Uh, let me introduce the topic real quick. Ooh. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ask for a little ISO real quick. Yes, yeah, Sersky. I think this has been known for you know about a month or so now. But if you aren't familiar, and this is from the Washington Post, Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, and other payment apps have to tell the IRS if you're making more than six hundred a year. Yeah, I saw that. Um, to help identify tax cheats the irs as of january 1st started requiring all third-party payment processors in the u.s to report payments received for goods and services of 600 or more a year this is going to be a jarring change for some self-employed gig workers and people with side hustles Mm -hmm. Um, the government has been looking for ways to close the tax gap by making more transactions reportable to the irs says eric i'm not gonna butcher his last name Head of tax for the online financial advisor betterment. The ultimate goal is y'all can read the whole thing on Washington Post. I'm not gonna just, but y'all get the gist of it. Uh, pretty much, if you've been, if you pay your rent or send people money weekly, monthly, whatever, you're gonna have to start paying taxes on it. Yep. How do we feel about this? Um, honestly, I think for the business owners, it'll definitely create. I'm saying some kind of strife it'll definitely create a in a slower inflow uh because now people will be you know what i'm saying kind of weary on how they move on right. how they receive payments on how they can do things you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. cash app th- those apps are looked at as i'm giving you this money under yeah. the table to, to to an extent to an like extent. yes yes it's reported but it was never we thought of all right we're gonna get taxed on this at the end of the year exactly these are things we have to consider now um and one Tad bit of advice I would say is Apple Pay. Apple Pay was not mentioned on here, so I would say that probably might be right. a way to you know st- still send money to individuals without getting taxed. If mm-hmm. you don't have uh, an Android, like that's that's a legitimate way. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen. I definitely you know what I'm saying understand 
that the government is definitely going to get their their loopholes off. You know what I'm saying? They got they got to get their bread back some kind of way. You feel me? Cause and it's and it's annoying. We still in the panorama. You go to the ATM. You gonna charge me three dollars, two dollars to take out my own money? Exactly. Like yeah. When I already get my paycheck, you already tax it and take out five, six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And then you got to take out my insurance mm-hmm. and then you got to take out all my bills. So it's like, what money do you, do you have left? Shit. <laughs> so, Shit. Yeah, I mean, that's why to me, it's just a never ending cycle. And I've just never been a big fan of the quote unquote American dream. The mm-hmm. white picket fence, get you a family, a car. and. Well, I mean, let's keep it a buck, though. The, the American dream was never built for us to dream. Exactly. It was never built for us to see <laughs> mm-hmm. that. Nah, that was never the route that was chosen for us or, or at least allowed for us to choose. So obviously we sound like we're not we're not for this. Nah, <laughs> nah, 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 because you taking money from me. Of course not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? And I mean, yeah, I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, due process, the law, and all that extra shit, definitely, you know what I'm saying, uh, tax, uh, whatever, but at the same time, it's egregious at this point. So Another thing I want to bring up, um, Amazon is building a new 70,000 square foot uh, headquarter in South Africa on, on my ancestral indigenous land. Yes, sir. Uh, the indigenous tribes and locals are suing to block them from building it. However, Amazon is promising over 200 jobs. Jobs are ancestral land. Man, fuck them 200 jobs. What's not <laughs> clicking? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, that's not even a fair trade-off. Right. <clears throat> it's but, really not even much that I have to say about that. Cause yeah, it's like, it's like, Jeff, like, you could have chose any other part of the globe to, exactly. to build this 70,000 headquarters. Not even the globe. Of... You could have chosen anywhere up there, too. Right. Your friend is, is, is right next door. You know what I'm saying? Like, all y'all rich people, y'all are definitely connected. You could probably build a hotel in the sky. It sounds like he wants to get labor done at a smaller cost, maybe, than compared to you know places like here in the U.S. For sure. Um, but still, I don't agree with building it on ancestral indigenous land. I think it's it's playing it's playing towards backwards. the plight of the people. It's playing because you know what I'm saying you know that that's ancestral land for them, so they're not gonna be inept to leave. Regardless of what you do, whether, you know what I'm saying, you try to build on it, whatever, they're going to stay. So you saying, oh, I bring, you know what I'm saying, 200 jobs to you is a backhanded, it's, it's not it's, a compliment. It's backwards. But, yeah, exactly. Like, what are you doing, so, bro? What are you doing? And I can't say I'm surprised because it's Jeff Bezos. I mean, he's, he's going to care about the money before he cares about the people. At least that's what it seems like. Um, but hey, I Jeff, hit our jacks. That. I digress on that. I'm going to give it back to you, but one one more thing I wanted to get off real quick. Go uh, for it. You know, I have to sprinkle my sports in there. Uh, oh, yeah. I wanted to get your, your, your um, what, what? Are you going to wait for me to, okay. All right. Well, first, I know we don't say talk what about, I want we're you not to say. huge baseball fans. I will preface it oh, with yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, we don't talk about it often. You know, we covered the World Series for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Go Braves. You know what I'm saying? But Barry Bonds, not an MLB Hall of Fame. Sick. On final year of him being on, on the ballot. Sick. Uh, what are our thoughts here? Why not? Yeah. I, I concur. I can't, you know, um, I feel like the gatekeepers of the MLB Hall of Fame, they wanted to credit and accumulate so much money during that era of, you know, A-Rod and, mm-hmm. and him and, you know, other people that were on performance-enhancing drugs, mm-hmm. allegedly. Exactly. Um, they wanted to profit during that whole time. But when it's time to give them their flowers and induct them to the Hall of Fame, nah. 
Like, I just don't understand. Why not? Like, what has he done that anyone else hasn't allegedly, you know what I'm saying, right. been accused of? There's some Hall of Famers in there that's definitely gotten some shit off. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> that's that's my only question. Why not? Right. That shit just don't make sense to me. Barry Bonds is a fucking legend. And from my understanding, too, that list of those PEDs are so complex because yeah. one chemical or ingredient <laughs> can be on there one day and it can be gone the next. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they say they inform you, give you and give you a list of, you know, what to, to take and what not to, but... I'm not fucking with it, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you wanna you wanna make all this money and and build off the backs of them when it comes to stadiums, franchises, and paying others around you. But when it's time to at least just induct them to the Hall of Fame, give them their trophy, their jacket, whatever Something. it is that you get as an M- MLB inductee, yeah, they can't even get that. Like you can say he cheated, fair, whatever, cool. But they shouldn't have been profiting off of then if he was cheating. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's the tweet. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that on that. Um, look, 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 look. How about them Bucks? Oh, can yeah, we, they lost. Can we segue? They lost. How you feeling? I wasn't surprised because I told no? you. Uh, no, because we had the conversation last week and I told you, you know, Tom Brady didn't have his weapons he as he did that. at the beginning of the season. You, you did know? say that. Obviously, no AB. But it's still never bet against Brady. Uh, for the majority of his career, yeah. And, and, you know, the conversation now is, is he going to retire? Is this his final season? What do you think? I say no. You know, I think, you know, the GOAT that Tom Brady is and just his, his attitude towards the game of football and his competitive spirit, he, mm-hmm. won't, he won't go out just like this on, all right, this is my last season. I'm never going to compete again. I think he'll give it at least one or two more tries and then hang it up. Okay. Because, you know – Retirement for him has been lingering for years, but this is the first time where, you know, he's publicly said something about it or hinted towards it uh, in this press conference that he had. And I want to say I've seen some kind of video also that he put out or somebody put out. Mm-hmm. But I think he'll give it another year or two. Okay. He's going to try to get off. You know, like, the, I think the perfect ending to his story to, is to win one more. One more ring on his way out. And I can see it. He'll probably retire after that. Yeah, I can definitely see but it. But even if he doesn't, you know, he's had a – insane career he's done with least, yeah like, he, least. He, like nobody would ever do this again he doesn't need to do anything else like he's yeah, yeah he good his, his resume speaks for itself everybody knows who's thomas or that was about thomas brady yeah thomas, thomas brady. brady yeah put some respect on his name thomas brady, thomas brady. Yeah. we know who he is exactly exactly now nah, i'm not mad at it um wait what were you gonna say though what what sports, um, what sports topic did you want to get off i mean we can since we're still here in the NFL, we can make our you know Super Bowl predictions. I will try to do a parlay this weekend also. Okay. Because I would have hit the jackpot if I would have bet last weekend, mm. bro. Mm. Um, mm. But honestly, I got LA. I got LA and Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you were able to take a gander at the Bills game versus the Chiefs, but that was probably part one of the of best it. games I've ever seen in my life. That was a great game. Yeah. Twenty five points scored in two minutes. Mm-hmm. What is this, the NBA? And the NBA, don't, <laughs> the NBA don't even do that. The NBA don't even do that. They don't real. even do that. Nah. So, you know, Josh Allen is obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the near future. Like, he's definitely going to be in that tier one, if if not already, in I, terms yeah. of, like, the, the, young, the younger generation out here doing it. Mm-hmm. He's up there, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert. Um, I'm excited. Honestly, I'd probably say the same. I'd probably say uh, the Rams and Chiefs. Honestly, mm-hmm. like. And then at that point, it's just like, I don't know whose story I like better. 
because you know I you know I feel like Pat Mahomes, especially this season, he's had a chip on his soldier. Or, soldier. <laughs> I can't talk today. He's had a chip on his uh, shoulder uh-huh. all season because you know they started off slow. Um, they were losing some games. The offense wasn't flowing, but now they've gotten their rhythm, and I wouldn't mind seeing Pat Mahomes get another chip. And shit, he better with a half a billion dollar deal, five hundred yeah. million over ten years. He better. Not as big facts. That's a crazy deal. <laughs> better. Man, man, man. Um, let me see. Um, and then you know, obviously with the Rams, you know Matthew Stafford, his UGA ties. Mm-hmm. Um, OBJ. I feel like he's played with a chip too. Um, and he's been he's been doing his role. You know, a lot of people shitted on him at showed the beginning up. of the season. Nah, he definitely Past couple seasons. Up. Cooper Cup. He's like Wes Welker on steroids. <laughs> like he's insane. Um, but yeah, that's all I really got for NFL. Okay. Um, yeah, I was, same I, here. I was gonna ask you about you know this Westbrook and John uh, John Wall trade. Mm-hmm. That's been rumors circulating saying you know they may they may they may trade. How you feeling? You not for it? Not really. I mean, I'm not I'm honestly, not crazy bro. About I'd rather you be on the Lakers than Westbrook right now. And I, I'm not even. That's not even like a roast towards you, like, bro. I think you I would mean, get out nah. there, and even if you go four for sixteen shooting, you on the on the twelve shots that you miss, you're gonna at least hit the rim. Not crazy about it, but I do feel like something needs to happen because yeah, Westbrook is not it right now. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about it? Because you're not a um, you're not a Wall fan, are you? I'm not. I'm, it's not that I'm, not, I'm. It's not that I'm a Wall fan. It's not that at all. Um, he just hasn't played basketball in a minute. So, it's cool to see the hoop like mixtapes. And he has the best hoop mixtape. He does ever. He hasn't been playing way. ball like he was. Um, but he's still been. No, no, no. He hasn't played an NBA game oh, in yeah, a while. Yeah. yeah. No. So that. So, you know the the highlights in the gym and you playing one on one with your homies and stuff. That's it's cute. Not, yeah, yeah it's that's not the same, cute. Though. You know what I'm saying? But does that transition it's not into? A, it's not a NBA game. It's TNT on at eight thirty. Yeah. You playing? It's whoever. not a regulation game, right? So that's just my biggest plight on it. And the last thing I have for sports, you know, it's been rumors. I don't know how true this shit is. I don't have a credible source on this one, but it's been speculations of James Harden uh, wanting to be traded, possibly, really? and wanting to maybe test free agency <laughs> uh, this off season. And I don't fucking blame him. You look at on paper. You look at. If you would have told me two years ago, huh? Where would he go? Anywhere but there. You know what I'm but saying? But realistically, like, where would he go? Like uh, obviously anywhere, yeah. But realistically, I mean, at, at that point, it's whoever has the right trade offer for the Nets and what the Nets are trying to do with their future. And I don't know what they're trying to do at this point. Okay, that because if you would have told me on paper three, four years ago, Kyrie, Katie, and Harden are going to be on the same team, mm-hmm. they should win three championships. Yeah, facts. And, you know, obviously nobody could could have predicted a pandemic um, for three years now. And, you know, obviously, you know, Kyrie didn't get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So he didn't didn't play. Um, And now Kevin Durant's in and out the lineup. So spraying him. It's just it's just a lot going on. And it's like at the end of the day, Kyrie has a ring. Kevin Durant has a ring. But James Harden doesn't. doesn't. And I get it, like considering how everything is played out. Right, and he's only getting older, so it's like his time is ticking. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's at the end of his career, but father time is undefeated. <laughs> that nigga nah, is 200 right. and 0. <laughs> you definitely right, so, though. That's what I'm saying. So come for your knees first. <laughs> right. So nah, you right. That's all I'm saying. You know, like James Harden at that point is just looking out for his future and his legacy because mm-hmm. I'm sure he wants to be a champion uh, before he retires. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even. Um, 
I can't even argue with that. And I would just be enticed to see where he goes because it's not making sense to me at this point right now. Right. But, like, yeah, for how it's played out, I get why he would want to. So we coming up the court. I'm going to pass it to you because I see they're running a 3-2 zone. So you already know what to do from here. Oh, they running the zone? Yeah. All right. Um, look, look, look. They running the zone. I have a question for you. Um, and this is a super, super segue. What do you think is more important? Loyalty or com- competence? Explain to me what competence is. Competency is the level at which you're understanding um, anything that I can tell you. So, so communication, a form of communication. It's a form of communication, but it's a form of you understanding that communication. Like you can, you can hear me say something, but for you to be competent, for you, to, for you to really get it is for you to hear what I'm saying and be able to heed it and take and move with it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, I think competence, competency, um, however you want to slice the pie, that, that, that mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a hot take, but that should be more important than loyalty. You Tell know, lo- lo- loyalty is obviously on the list for obvious reasons. You don't want your partner to cheat on you or do anything to, to, to harm you or harm y'all mm-hmm. at that. Um, so obviously, you know, loyalty is, is up there in terms of what's important in a relationship. But you need to, to dig what I'm putting down also. So if I tell you, you know, out of respect, I want you to move this way because of, you know, we have a greater cause and we're building to work towards something, I need you to comprehend and understand what the fuck I'm trying to accomplish and what the mission is. And you being competent is how you take that and, and, and take initiative and understand how to be proactive in your movements right. with regard to that other person. Being proactive instead of reactive. Um, so are we on the same page on that too? Or We are, definitely, okay. but I, I do feel like they're not all the way mutually exclusive, but they kind of go hand in hand. They, like they kind of overlap. They parallel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like you definitely need to be competent first because I need you to understand how to, like I need you to see how to do before you can really like understand why, if that makes sense. And I know like a lot of people want to know the why before the how, mm-hmm. but in my book, I feel like knowing the how is oftentimes better because you can retrace, you can, you can rethink backwards to understand the motive. You know what I'm saying? If it's, that makes sense. It's critical thinking. Yeah. yeah uh, that's, that's really what it comes it's down to. It's simple economics. <laughs> right. And if you're if you're in the agreements and and moving accordingly at the beginning of the relationship, like of course you're gonna have hiccups throughout any kind of relationship. That's just natural. Um, but if you set you know clear boundaries and expectations and uh, what's expected, then I feel like you know the sky's the limit between y'all. You know y'all can build something beautiful. So yeah, I think competence is up there. And this is this is in every facet of life in every like type of relationship because if you're incompetent about a business transaction or a business move, it could very well come back to bite you in the ass um or just make you, you know what I'm saying, have one of those aha moments where you feel like the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It may not come back to bite you in the ass, but you just like, "Damn, I got played." Right. And I didn't really know because I was incompetent. Feeling. And I was just having this conversation uh, the other day with some homies. Like, you know, that's that's the worst feeling to feel like, you know, you got disrespected yeah. or get, you know. After the fact. Was played. Yeah. You know, everybody doesn't like the, if we're talking about relationships, the breakup. Mm-hmm. That's not. 
But let me say this, though. Be clear. Incompetency is almost the same as, like, ignorance in a way. Because it's not necessarily always bad to be incompetent. That just means you haven't learned that lesson yet. That just means you may be a little wet behind the ears still. You know what I'm saying? You may still have a little milk on your breath. Um, but that don't mean, you know what I'm saying, you just fucking useless. You know what I'm saying? You just haven't gotten there in life yet. You just haven't, you know what I'm saying, gotten to that step yet. Right. But intentional, or not even intentional, but you being incompetent at a, at a, at a certain level almost is like you have to kind of try to be. You know what I'm saying? Especially in certain, in certain facets of life, like, you have to try to be incompetent. So, take that, do with it what you will. But, yeah, we are on the same page. Um, Got you. In reference to that, to that answer. Um, I think the last thing that I had on my docket was, uh, well, no, it was two more things. So, I don't know if you heard, um, and you're not really a big fan, I know, but uh, Kid Cudi is actually dropping a uh, new film. And he's debuting, you know, he's debuting his new album on that film as the score to that film. Where's this dropping? Netflix. It's okay. called Intergalactic. Um, hmm. But he, he says, his words verbatim, this is, this is the best piece of art that he's ever created. Um, so You're here for it as a Cuddy fan? Because I can't necessarily relate. And again, I don't have anything against Cuddy. I just think, you know, yeah. his gear demographic <clears throat> is not me. No disrespect. Um, so I mean, as a, as a, excuse me, as a creator, I feel like you're always going to think like your most prevalent or your, your, you know what I'm saying, newest thing is your best thing. Cause that's the thing that you've been most recently focused on. Right. But as a, like a fanatic and outside looking in, I feel like a lot of what Kid Cudi has done and why it is so great is because of the time that's lapsed because of what is, what it has been able to do for culture. I wonder if. And I heard what you said. I just, I just wonder if like this and Kanye's doc that's coming to Netflix, mm-hmm. did, did that lay a hand in in that business exchange? Because I feel like they're there both was. coming to Netflix. I feel like there was, um, um, especially with this second one, mm-hmm. because well, I don't know, because the first the first Kid Cudi was a documentary. This is actually like a feature length. Oh, film. so this is not his first time. This is not his first rodeo. No. Okay. Kid Cudi released uh, the fourth quarter of 2021. Kid Cudi released a um, documentary on uh, Amazon Prime called A Kid Named uh, A Man Named Cudi, I believe. Okay. Um, and that was pretty dope. But it was just a documentary. The Kanye is a documentary. The next, the Intergalactic that Kid Cudi is dropping, uh, I can't remember the date for real, but it's this year. Um, it's a feature look feature length film. Excuse me. Okay. So. Word. I think um, that's dope, though, because yeah, no, I don't know too many hard. people that have done that for real. Like, released your, debuted your new album as, like, the score of a movie. Let Soulja Boy tell it. Facts, though. <laughs> Big facts. Let me know. Hey, did you see Did not. you see where he tweeted, I was the first to um, yes. spell letters with money? Yes. <laughs> and he wasn't lying, bro. He wasn't. That shit is hey. so fucking funny. Hey, he don't be cap. Soulja Boy does not Soulja be cap. Hey, he shouted out the bro Chili. And he shouted us out. So he's always Big Soulja. He always a friend of the show, my guy, for real. Um... Last thing that I did want to get to, though, uh, do you agree with J. Cole being named Double uh, XL's Lyricist of the Year? For 2021? Yes. No. Considering music. Yes. Yes, I disagree. Yes, you disagree. Are you, is you that di- what you asked me? Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like, are you aligned with that? Do you agree? No. Who should have uh, been, if not Cole? If we're going off of artists. Solely 2021. Yeah, if we're going off artists that put out music in 2021. I got to give it to Nas, man. 
Okay. I got to. And okay. it's not because I'm the biggest Nas fan, and I'm not going to pretend like I grew up listening to all of Nas's albums, but you can't deny, like, King's Disease 2 and the last joint that he put out at the end of the year. You can't knock it, bro. No, I'm not knocking it. And then, Definitely uh, not knocking it. Even though it got taken down off of all, um, all DSPs, Fat Joe, he, he laid some crazy verses on that uh, tape that he put out with all the samples that didn't get cleared. He did, but um, I think the difference in, in that is just the fact that that was very, those were playful bars. Those were, those were punch bars. He's you know still spitting. He's still spitting, but I feel like Cole, the reason why I might put Cole's album over that is because it was, it was ah. lyrical, not lyrical, miracle, but it was like that real rap. It was what the fuck was going on. It, it, was, a, it was a good mixed album Mixed with Cole. storytelling, mixed I can't with lie. Cole, you know what I mean? It wasn't Cole's best. It wasn't it wasn't his worst. Um it wasn't his greatest. But I can't I can't say that Cole outshined lyrically outshined Nas um last year. I think we're gonna agree to disagree on that one. Hit our jack, let us know who y'all agree with, or if y'all th- think somebody else uh should have won lyricist of the year for twenty twenty one. I'm going with Cole though. Of course you are. That that wasn't a hot take. I mean, no, nah, it wasn't a hot take. I just wanted to yeah. know. You're not on Gilligan with that one. <laughs> Obviously. I just wanted to know what was up. I wanted to test the waters. Um, dang, I forgot to tear this uh this um label off this water bottle, but it's all good. Um, Bill Gates warns of pandemic far worse than COVID as he calls for government to contribute billions of dollars to prepare for the next global outbreak. Sounds suspect to me. But he has issued a warning of pandemics far worse than COVID-19 as he calls on governments to contribute billions of dollars to prepare for the next global outbreak. And it, on this article, they had the audacity to call him a philanthropist. Yeah, that's the bullshit. But anyways, uh, I'll say my, my, my views on that. Uh, it says the philanthropist said that while the Omicron and Delta variants of coronavirus were some of the most transmissive viruses ever seen, the world could have faced a pathogen causing a far higher rate of fatalities or severe disease. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the UK's Welcome Trust, are giving three hundred million to the correlation or to coalition, excuse me, for epidemic preparedness innovations, which help form the COVAX programme to deliver vaccines to low and middle income countries. And it just goes into a whole bunch of details of how much money they raised and they spent and all that good shit. But long story short, Bill Gates is saying it's going to be something bigger than COVID that's going to come to wipe out humanity. All right, listen, listen. Are you dropping air horns on that? Listen, 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 listen. Newsflash, I just want to let y'all know that if y'all haven't understood this about, you know what I'm saying, today's culture, they call you, they, they give you names and they give you acronyms when you have money. This man is not a philanthropist. There have been plenty of, you know what I'm saying, regular scientists, regular people that have been saying this for months, years, goddamn, because this has gone on for three years, that there will be something way worse than this global outbreak. Do you believe and, in, I don't mean to cut you off, nah, do, do, you, do you believe in population control? Because if I'm not mistaken, he's an avid believe in it as believer in, of that. Believe in it as in, do I know that it's a real thing or believe in it as, do I champion it? No, believer as in, do you agree with, um, do I agree with it? No. It do should I know? only be a certain amount of people on this globe. Fuck no. I don't agree with it. I do think that there is a better way that we as humans should move so that we can elongate the life of this planet. So stop, so stop having sex. No. And I'm not going to say put a number on your kids, but at the same time, I'm definitely not in support of the government controlling how and when and, and, and why we have babies. Right. I'm definitely not in support of that. No. I mean, because, I mean, 
we're overpopulated if you want to break it down. I guess we that's are. like the, the, the dumb, stupid way of looking at it. Like, you know, people obviously have sex and people are born every day, every second. Yeah. And that's where we've become as a, as a globe. So, so wait, what are you here for? I'm not, I'm not for population control. I feel like, yeah, if you want to have 13 kids, you have 13 kids. <laughs> uh, I'm just only responsible for me and my pee pee. <laughs> that's hey, real. Yo. That's real. That's, Don't ever I mean, say that again on this podcast. That's real. I'm Don't sorry. Don't ever say that again on this podcast. I'm a grown ass man. Am I lying though? Like, <laughs> no, tell me, you're tell not me, lying. Tell me when I'm not spitting facts, you're not lying because yes, you are only control. You are only in control of you and yours. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> how do you? How do you? How do you? How do you suggest that we as a human race, as a human species, do better on this planet? Because if it's not population control by some measure, not not like um, not controlled by the government, controlled by the people that are, you know, what I'm saying, making these decisions. To be honest with you, bro, I don't know. I don't I really don't have an answer. Like and that's that's one of those things where it's just like, I mean, I see where these population control people i see their plight you know what i'm saying like exactly obviously the world is overpopulated and eventually we're not gonna, gonna have to nowhere to live we have nowhere to live we run out of resources yeah. and people are gonna fight each other and fight for land fight for it's gonna they be like old do, times they already doing that it's gonna be like you know barbaric times it feels like but at the same time i i feel like you, <clears> you should think- be able to live your life so again if you want to you and your girl want to have 30 kids together? That's you and your wife's business. And no 30 kids going to be beautiful, just like y'all. Do you think at a point in the future, in not even the near future, but like somewhere in the future, that there will be a form of like blatant population control, just like they did like way back when in, I think it was like Asia? I think, where I think, they had the I think it's blatant population control policy. now. You know what I'm saying? Like my mind takes me to a lot of different places when we talk about COVID or even before COVID, you know, like, you know, uh, this Tuskegee experiment, right? That was a form of population control. Well, no doubt. But there's a, there's a difference between, you know what I'm saying? Like covert and overt covert is that overt is you making it a law saying you can only have two kids. If you have more than two kids, they do that now, you're getting right? kicked in, out in, in China. And I'm killing you. They do that now, right? I think they stopped. I don't know. Okay. They stopped. Okay. I think they stopped. Um, a couple years ago. It hasn't been that far off, but I think they stopped. But, like, what if they did that in the U.S., though? Like, here. Oh, that, would, that wouldn't go down. <laughs> that wouldn't go down. They not, closed not, outside. Not, they closed outside for they, a year. I mean, Why they, wouldn't they? They? <laughs> they? they closed outside, but at this point, they've closed outside several times now. People still don't give a damn. They still want to smoke their hookah. They still want to... Go turn up and have a great time. I right? mean, but listen, though. When they first closed outside, they had the National Guard on the streets. They're not doing that now, right? They okay, took so outside. Yes. Come on. So, yeah, that, that Chinese law that was in effect at one point uh, was abolished. Okay. Um, now allowing to families to have two children, citing, is it two? More than two. Allows three children. Yeah. Now it says it three. It was two. It says China has not announced that it will allow couples to have up to three children after census data shows a steep decline in birth rates. I think it was two. It was so it was one. Okay. It was then they one. shifted it to two. Okay, okay. And now this is three, and this is fairly recent. This is May, twenty twenty one. This article that I'm seeing. This is. Gotcha. I already know your. I'm not going to tell you what website it's from because that's going to ask for a pause. No, it's not. 
I'm not that childish. I mean, you just laugh when I said pee-pee. Because the way you said it. It wasn't the word. It was because the way you said it. Okay. But who does that? <laughs> so, yeah, China has announced that it will allow couples to have up to three children after census data. Da, da. China's crafted its decade-old one-child policy in 2016, replacing it with a two-child limit, which has failed to lead to a sustained upsurge in births. births excuse me. The cost of raising children in cities has deterred in many or deterred many China, Chinese couples. I can't talk today. The latest move was approached by President, I'm not going to pronounce her name because I don't know it, uh, at the meeting of top of the Communist Party officials. I think in like 2080, 2090, it might be some type of blatant form of birth, uh, population control like that. For the United States? Yeah. That's <coughs> scary. And will we be around that long? I don't think we will. 2090 is 60 years from now. Yeah? Maybe. Or, 30, or 70 years from now, right? 70. Maybe we will, but... Um, yeah, I do think that it'll be way more overt than covert. Yes. I don't know. Like, it's hard to predict what the world will look like in two years, let alone 70. You know what I mean? I'm still trying to tap into. It's, huh? it's hard to predict what it'll look like, but is it hard to predict the trajectory considering where it's taking us now? I mean, I would say the trajectory is downhill in some facets. Um, and not in, and not in the good, like, I don't yeah, know. I, I, I don't know. We're fucked. I feel like we're fucked. I feel like we're fucked. I feel like it's I'm safe to say, in, <laughs> I feel like it's safe to say in the next like 15 to 20 years, the trajectory is still on a slow downward spiral. You know what I'm saying? If you ask me, we're living in the future currently, you know, you either Definitely. get with the program and adapt or, or get you gonna get got and left behind. Um, so I think it's very important to to stay on top of the news, credible news sources, I should say, and yeah, just do your just do your diligence and doing the right thing also, mm-hmm. uh, and be ahead of the curve. You know what I'm saying? Like we're getting introduced uh, introduced to spaces like space now. You know they're trying to build hotels and sending people to you know up in space and to the moon and shit now. Yeah, we need to be actively looking at that because these people are trying to form a plan to escape. They know something we right. don't know. So that's right. why they're testing that shit now. Exactly. And um, not telling us. <laughs> and even as simple as the different forms of currencies now. You know, we have crypto and, of course, stocks have always been around. Mm-hmm. But just just getting involved and really knowing what NFTs are and, and tapping into the the metaverse that everybody's talking about now. Like, yeah, you have to... You have to be on your P's and you Q's. You got to be on these trends. Yeah, you got you to gotta be updated and consistently. Because yeah. if you miss... A year? Don't blink. Yeah. Don't do not you blink. Do, you don't want to be internet illiterate. <clears throat> you know, before I think it was I think it still is book illiterate book illiterate, but now with the with the invention of social media and just having access to the internet, mm-hmm. you have to be on top of shit. And it's funny too, cause like we were having this conversation, um, I was having it with a couple of like my OGs, um, to the point where like we were defining the different uh what are they called uh generations like from baby boomer to gen z gen x all that shit Mm. and it was to the point where like the old heads were literally saying like their generation and before them is like oh our generations is lazy all we do is internet internet whatever whatever and i'm tired of that shit but the thing is though it's like in the conversation there was a point where and that, there, was a, there was a point in the conversation where they understood where they were wrong because now it's like they can't say it's just something that we play with or whatever. Like, the shit is monetized. The shit is making jobs. The shit is literally the footnote to, like, life today. 
no, we're not million or billionaires yet, but this is the easiest time to become a billionaire. For sure. 30, For 40 sure. years ago, people, I wouldn't even say people. Yeah, yeah. I would say our parents, they were not on the same wavelength as us. Not saying they weren't no. intelligent, if not more, <laughs> but we just have more access to resources. And with that naturally comes the, the benefits of it, which includes money. And I can say, too, I agree with what you said, the wavelength not a knock to the older generations is just because now like there's way more access to literally like create a job out of nowhere because of the internet or because of social media they you didn't don't have, have that you don't have to go to school exactly you don't have you, you don't, don't need to a pay degree. anybody to teach you anything there's more than what four or five jobs that you can do you can be you can be more than a plumber you can be more than an engineer you can be more than a salesperson you know what i'm saying like and i would say a lot of individuals don't even push um children to trade schools anymore they don't. That's that's something that's been yeah. lost. Yeah, it's it's still done, um, but I would say not as common. And you know, really, you just have to have Wi-Fi to 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 figure out you know something creatively, or if you want to create a business, mm-hmm. or just something you know forward thinking that could change your life and the lineage of your family's lives. Yeah, it's definitely at that point where it's like you can't really tell me, you can't really, and it's funny because. Literally, okay. <clears throat> YouTube University. That's what I was about to say. Literally, I was having this conversation because one of my OGs was telling me, like, yo, talk to my son, talk to my son. He's in school, but he didn't go to class a day, a, not one day in the semester. Like, talk him into it. I'm like, what does he want to do? Well, he wants to be a social media marketer, uh, do all, whatever that type of stuff. I'm like, I can't talk him into shit about school if that's what he wants to do. He has to find his passion. That and literally everything that you're telling him he needs, he doesn't. You could literally go to YouTube TV, learn how to market, learn how to edit, learn how to do anything you need to do without school in a matter of weeks. A day. <laughs> month. Yeah, if that. So school, eh. and I'm sorry to say that to all the whoever's watching, parents, kids. And we've had that conversation whatever. several times here. You know, for school, sure. school is beneficial for, for some. But it may be becoming obsolete right. in the world that we live in. And now the equivalent of having you know, an undergrad degree is like having a high school diploma. So you really have to navigate and go to grad school, if not higher, if you really want to get in some of these quote unquote big corporate corporations or companies um, that feel like you're under underqualified. And then once you, you know, secure that sheet of paper and you're in thousands of debt and when you go back to them knocking on their door, asking for a second opportunity, now you're overqualified Mm -hmm. or we've pursued other other candidates. Or, you know, you don't have this many years of experience. You know, you have all this school, but you don't have 10 plus years in HR and, and eight years in SQL. And I don't get none of that shit. Bro. Right. None of that shit. Right. Like, it's unreasonable to ask 25, 26, even 30 year olds to have this egregious amount of, of experience. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, we do our best in trying to have an egalitarian uh, uh, type of knowledge in terms of, you know, having years of experience in an internship and having jobs and, you know, being able to uh, use our skill set to to get us through other obstacles that comes with a job. You know what I'm saying? But it's not that easy, especially now um, to find a great job, a great paying job and a job that really gives a fuck about you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like that's those two things. That's a fairy tale. That's a fairy tale at this point. Very rarely. and I don't, Come and I don't, on. I don't blame you know individuals because you're never gonna get rich working two jobs. Like, yeah, it's extra income, but that's never the goal 
um, to have two jobs to get wealthy. That's not the formula not for it. Not two. Not two. The formula is, is figuring out what you want to do and, and how you're going to make money off of it and sufficiently live off of it and how to pass that down. Yeah. And, and I will say to add on to that, um, <clears throat> figuring out what you, excuse me, figuring out what you, you know what I'm saying, what you're passionate about and what you do best, but also learning everything it is that you can about that one thing, whether it is like, like say for us with, with, uh, doing media, you know what I'm saying? We don't just do podcasts. We don't just do, you know what I'm saying, like little content videos. Right. It's learning everything about media that you can do to monetize, not even monetize, but to express and to create and to inspire. Um, that's why you learn everything about that one niche that you do. I would say an independent thought to what we're talking about also that I just thought of. Um, it's about knowing the right people nowadays as well. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Some yeah, of your yeah, best yeah. opportunities come from just side talk. Mm -hmm. You know, I happened to be talking to this lady at the dealership um, the other day. And, you know, we had a conversation and she told me she was trading in a 2018 Porsche, whatever. I'm like, in my head, I see dollar signs. I'm like, all right. You know, she's on to something that I'm not. So right. just having the conversations randomly in public, at the <coughs> gym, where, wherever. You know what I'm saying? Just, just taking the time out to talk to somebody for two seconds. And it's really linguistics. You know what I'm saying? That's really what it comes down to, just practicing on how to maneuver and how to talk to people because that helps you out in the long run with jobs, with talking to, to people on your level, if not higher. That that helps in all ways. Um, but I digress. That's really about it. I mean, yeah, I'm going to leave it on that note. Um, you said that. You potted today. Yeah. But um, uh, I feel like this was a great episode. You know, we covered – this was what – what do you like to say? Um, I, don't, I don't know what the, the – your, your verbiage is for when we co cover a lot of shit. But this felt like a togetherness day plate. You know what I'm saying? We had the we had the potatoes. We had the the turkey. But I'm vegan, so I didn't have turkey. <laughs> uh, cranberry, the greens, the mac and cheese. You you had it all. We had it all in this pod. You know, we jumped from sports, got into a little bit of music, talked about, you know, what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, talked about, you know, just knowing the right people mental health to some capacity we talked about a lot today now we definitely we talked did. about a lot so i fuck with it um this is definitely a great episode again we appreciate y'all for rocking with us shout out the first timers the last timers and of course the in-betweeners for coming bike man week after week showing much love however y'all do it man because it costs zero for real and actually i'm gonna put this out there too before we get off because you know we got something planned for, the, for the summertime <laughs> we gonna we gonna we gonna keep hey. it on the low because Summer is a while away, but at the same time, it'll be here before we know it. It will be. Um, however, if you have any ideas for the bros or you want to chop it up with us about, you know, possibly doing an event together or a collab. Hosting, uh, whatever. An interview, whatever it is, man. Y'all want us to pull up and host your shit? Let us know. Just hit us. Let us know. You know what I'm saying? We'll welcome you with open arms, have a conversation. And if it makes sense, we'll uh, we'll get that in motion. Yes, sir. Um, I don't really have a... Uh, any a sleep or anything like that? Uh, I'll leave you with this, Ashley. You know what I'm saying? Nah, look. Word to uh, an R.I.P. The great R.I.P. The late great uh, Virgil Obla. He said, uh, you know what I'm saying? The only failure. What, what's, is, his, what's his last name? I don't know. Obla. Ablo. Ablo. I'm sorry. <laughs> they said Virgil Obla. No, 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 no. Obla. That's what. Stop. R.I.P. No. R.I.P. R.I.P. King. Virgil. But the only failure is to not to try. 
So remember that and uh, keep grinding. But we're going to kick shit like that, man. Yes, sir. Till next time. Bro, Bro Chillian's out. out.